With out-of-the-box campaign and audit reports, banks that use Provision have dramatically increased the efficiency of their audit prep process. Be audit ready at all times. For more information or to schedule a demo about Provision Identity Access Management, visit ProvisionIAM.com. That's ProvisionIAM.com. Hello and welcome to The MBA Today, a podcast all about Maryland banks and bankers, their history, legacy, and the people that make it all happen. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, we're talking with Greg Farno, Maryland Regional President at Truist Financial. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Hey, good afternoon, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate you getting on here and, and talking a little bit about The MBA Today. I, I always talk enjoy talking about the Maryland bankers and Truist Financial. So thank you for taking the time to talk to me. <laughs> well, it's a great opportunity to talk about both. So let's let's actually start um, by telling uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself and your role at Truist. Yeah. Um, so uh, by way of background, um, I grew up uh, many years ago in the in, in New England but have spent my entire professional career here in Baltimore, Maryland, in the uh, banking industry. Um, and for the last 20 years with SunTrust Bank prior to the merger with BB&T and becoming uh, Truist Financial, which occurred in December of 2019. Um, you know, in terms of my role, I'm what is, we're, we, we have a regional structure. So we're set up with uh, regions across the country. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible for the state of Maryland. And really, I would, I would say my, my role is twofold. First and probably foremost is delivering on our purpose, which simply is to inspire and build better lives in communities. We are a purpose-driven company, Eric. And so that is what gets us up in the morning and keeps the fires burning all day long is trying to live that purpose. It's kind of like our compass, our guiding light. My role though, specifically, is what we call the chief integrator. So again, simply put, it's to deliver all the capabilities that Truist has to our clients, our stakeholders, our teammates every day. Uh, Truist has a wide, vast um, uh, array of financial solutions delivered by a number of different teammates across many areas of the company. And, And my job is to make sure they're all integrated seamlessly to deliver the right solution to the customer. So that's, that's basically what my job is. Um, you know, personally, um, as I mentioned, I, I, I didn't grow up here, but I've been in Maryland um, for my whole adult professional life. I'm, I'm proud. Uh, proudest accomplishments are being married to my wife for 39 years. Mm-hmm. We have uh, two uh, wonderful children, um, our daughter who lives here in town, our son and daughter-in-law who live in Nashville, Tennessee. And all of them are, I think, um, very productive members of society and probably the greatest accomplishment my wife and I have achieved to date. 
So that's a little bit about myself, Eric. That's awesome. You said you're, you, I know you've lived your adult life in Maryland. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in New England. Oh, yeah? Um, and, uh, you know, it, uh, I grew up in New England. Uh, I loved and still do love that part of the country. Um, as a senior in college, uh, Eric, I was probably uh, focused a little bit more on the social aspects than the <laughs> academic aspects of school. And I took an interview with a great bank uh, called Maryland National, because if you took an on-campus interview, you got out of a class. And it was probably a class I wasn't totally prepared for. So I took the interview. Um, it clicked. Uh, they invited me to come back for more interviews. And that's really how my banking career started. I, I'd love to tell you it was something I thought about, dreamed about, and, and strategized about from an early age. I was, I was incredibly lucky and had a number of great mentors along the way that really helped me um, to get to where I am today. That's really cool. I love I love how, how uh, beginnings of stories are never the way you think they oh. might be. <laughs> uh, never. What, never. What role did you start off in? So when I started in banking, I really, other than the normal branch that I'd probably gone in, didn't really know as much about banking as I should have. And again, one of my early mentors said, you might want to try commercial banking. And I did. Um, and I loved it. Um, and you know, there, there are a lot of different career uh, opportunities. There's, there's our retail, there's, there's back office, there's mortgage lending and so on and so forth. I was steered to the commercial world. So working with businesses and for me, it just clicked right away. It was the perfect balance of, um, analytical as well as interpersonal. And, and that worked for me in a big way. Nice. Nice. And then, and then from commercial lending, how did that transition to your, your more senior leadership roles? So, um, I, I was, uh, did a number of things along that vein, Eric, at my Maryland national and Maryland national was bought by what is now bank of America. Um, and I, again, I managed to stay in this, uh, community the whole time, which was important to me, even though I hadn't grown up here, um, I became very attached as did my, my wife and then our children to this area. Um, but I always stayed in the, basically the commercial, uh, uh, lending or the commercial banking part of the business. I did, uh, variations of that. So I did medium sized businesses. Um, I've, I've done large businesses. I did some real estate lending, asset-based lending, all just different variations of commercial banking. In 2000, so just over 20 years ago, I came over to SunTrust and SunTrust had just established a presence here in Baltimore mm -hmm. uh, and in Maryland, and they were looking to grow. And that seemed exciting to me. Um, so I, I moved over here about 20 years ago. Again, focusing on the commercial market. Um, uh, in about 10 years ago, I moved into our corporate and investment bank. So dealing with a lot of the larger customers um, that you would know of, household names, publicly traded companies here in the market. And that rounded out my background, um, getting really to know the capital market and investment banking um, 
uh, options that are open to those larger customers. Um, and then I came back to become the market president for uh, SunTrust Bank in 2018. Um, as in, in early 2019, the merger of SunTrust and BB&T was announced. Right. When, it cl- when it closed in December of 2019, I became the regional president for Truist, which was the combined operations of BB&T and SunTrust here in Maryland. And that's what I've done since. And it's been the job of a lifetime. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big shift there. You take over a role and then a year later, everything, everything kind of changes yeah. a little bit on you. But, uh, so let's, let's talk about Truist. And I mean, the, the, there's a brief history there, but it's a much longer history as you look at the two companies. Can you, can you talk a little bit about, um, Truist as an organization and its impact on the local community in Maryland? You bet. So, so Truist, as, as I've mentioned, is the product of the merger of BB&T and SunTrust, which you know, took place a little bit more than a year ago, legally merged in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, our heritage institutions, so BB&T and SunTrust, both have a long history operating in the state and serving Maryland residents. We, you know, we, we know the needs of our clients and our communities from Baltimore City to the Eastern Shore to Western Maryland and everywhere in between. Truist, um, which is currently the sixth largest bank in the country, that changes frequently these days, but uh, I think that's correct, um, has a retail footprint that um, traces you know, from where the heritage BB&T and SunTrust operated that stretches from Pennsylvania and New Jersey in the north to Florida in the south and as far west as Texas and Tennessee. Um, and Kentucky, uh, as you kind of go to the West and Midwest. Um, Truist um, has several nationwide lines of business. In addition to the portfolio of advisory services through the specialty areas of our commercial and community banking model, our corporate uh, and institutional group, which includes our investment bank, Truist Securities, We have a wealth business, mortgage, so on and so forth. We feel like we have an impressive scope of capabilities that are able to offer to both consumer and business clients, Eric, taking into account all of their diverse needs. We'd like to think of ourselves as one-stop shopping. Right. And and we, we deliver that level of personal attention to our clients and and attention that they've come to value. Truist uh, leverages a somewhat unique community banking model, which combines decentralized regional structure with industry expertise and banking expertise. We think that's a differentiator for us. So that's a little bit about the the Truist story. Eric, I can certainly talk for for hours and not days, but that – is an overview of, of who we are and, and how we operate. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense. And then digging into the, the community aspect of that, where, yeah. what angles do you see the, the bank kind of contributing to the local community? Yeah. So um, it, it comes in a lot of different ways. Um, so start with our purpose, inspire and build better lives in communities. Right. So, so um, 
you know, you know, I, I would say that right now, my colleagues and I are really well aware that the last year has been filled with uncertainty, fear, and frustration for everybody. Um, despite these challenges, we've really tried to come together to help those who are hurting. Mm-hmm. And we want to bring our purpose uh, to those communities. So as an example, Truist has committed over $2 million in COVID relief efforts in the state of Maryland in 2020 alone. Um, In addition to that, we made grants of a million dollars through our Truist Foundation to deserving not-for-profit 501c3 entities here in the state of Maryland. We have terrific community partnerships, to name a few, Junior Achievement of Central Maryland, the Greater Baltimore Urban League, and the Patients Program at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy. Through Truist Community Capital, we committed more than $183 million in financing in Maryland in 2020 to support low-income housing, community revitalization, and job creation. You know, we're, it's a privilege to be part of the community. You know, Truist stands for better, not just bigger, and that's what we're all about. Being involved in the community is important, and there's the financial capital and the human capital piece, and we we come to work every day making sure we're good neighbors in both regards. That's really cool. I like I like that mission and that purpose, and that I think a lot yeah. of the community banks um, feel that same um, that, that, Absolutely. that same feeling, uh, to want to give back and to help out as much as possible across the, across the board. So it's, it's great to hear that. Really so, important. I agree. Exactly. So as you know, the NBA is celebrating its 125th anniversary of the Maryland Bankers Association. Uh, so we're asking each guest this question, tell us the changes that you've witnessed in your career over the landscape of banking uh, your time in the industry and does anything stand out to you? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, a lot, a lot of things. When I started in banking, um, every loan over $250,000 had to go to a loan committee, which was 25 people around a big mahogany table, uh, that would debate the merits of it. I mean, think about that today, a a loan of that size is, is maybe a mortgage. Um, right. There's probably car loans that big these days. Um, and uh, that and everything, of course, was paper. Our technology back then, Eric, and I remember when uh, a colleague of mine uh, was able to master it, was a two-way phone call. You know, being able to conference in a third person. That was technology. Um, everything else was paper and, and touch. So the biggest change is technology and how that has transformed and continues every day to transform our industry. Um, you know, technology will play an enormous role in helping banks meet the demands of their clients. And actually, that was one of the justifications for the merger of BB&T and SunTrust. Um, I think what, what both CEOs felt was that the landscape was changing quickly and the amount of investment in technology required was not only significant today, but was only going to increase um, as we went down the road. And the fear was 
we'd wake up one day and couldn't compete because we didn't have the, the technology investment in prior years. Right. So the merger was was uh, developed to allow uh, scale to occur and to uh, achieve cost savings through that that would then be reinvested in technology. Um, so when I think about um, the biggest changes, um, it's really how technology is transformed how we do business. I, th- I think the personal aspect or what we call touch is as important today as it was when I started. The technology though is different and the technology can be the app you use on your phone. It can be the diligence around cybersecurity. Uh, it can be uh, making sure that treasures of business can move their money electronically, quickly, efficiently, safely. You know, at, as we've said from, from day one, the merger has and will continue to allow us to invest in the resources to transform you know, our heritage institutions into the bank of the future. You know, one, of our, one of our beliefs is, um, and, and kind of our mission to our clients is to provide distinctive, secure, and successful client experiences through touch and technology. You know, we, we, we saw a huge reliance on technology platforms, for instance, when it came to participating in PPP last year. Right. You know, a perfect example of technology um, assisting in a very unique uh, environment. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was it was almost required to some on some it was. degree well, because for, of for uh, a large bank. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely but right. But even for you're smaller banks right. to be able to 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 uh, remotely work with um, clients almost became a, a, an imperative and and requirement to, to be Good able point. to do business. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think that's that that's interesting. And, and seeing it from that angle, from a, a bank of your size and scale is is interesting to see because all banks are dealing with that same kind of uh, it, it's it's a fine line we have to walk right as a community organization to know that we want that technology aspect and we want that personal touch. It's a fine line to have to to try to deliver on both of those things in a cost effective way. Uh, uh, clients, whether they be consumer or or, um, or or commercial, they want to be served uh, the way they want in the channel they want when they want it. Right. Um, a- Amazon has has probably taught us that lesson as well as anybody. And so banks have to adapt. By the same token, touch, uh, that personal connection, uh, knowing who your banker is, knowing what their institutions, knowing what they stand for. Um, you know, 20 years ago, Eric, I don't know of any purpose-driven companies. I just don't. Maybe they were there. But today, people want to know what their bank stands for, not just you know taking deposits and making loans. You know what do you stand for? What, what where are you in the community? And that that piece of it is is very important. Exactly. What do you believe? That's the the yes feeling. Right. Yep. Excellent. Absolutely. So, Greg, as you as you know, the MBA plays a large role in helping 
promote the strength and success of Maryland banks and bankers. Um, in your career in Maryland, what has the MBA meant to you? Yeah, and I would I would answer the question: What does the MBA mean for the banking industry in Maryland? Mm-hmm. The Maryland Bankers Association unites Maryland's banks to help us work together and have one voice. And I think that's really important. For me personally, I enjoy connecting with my peers at other banks to see how they are serving their clients, how they are confronting issues that will affect all of us, and how we might be able to collectively support Marylanders. You know, this group is comprised of some very hardworking leaders who specialize in thought leadership, advocacy, and strategic planning so that we can help drive innovation and meet the needs of our stakeholders. So when I think of the Maryland Bankers Association, I think of it in that context. Um, you know, both Heritage Banks, BB&T and SunTrust, have been members of the Maryland Bankers Association for a long time. And that's why, that's why it's important and that's why we'll be members uh, for a long time to come. Exactly. Yeah, it sort of serves the same purpose of, like you mentioned, for, for BB&T and SunTrust coming together. It's that greater good of, of the whole coming together and, and working together. And, and, and important for us to be communicating because even though we may be <clears throat> different sizes and shapes, and some of us may be in a one location, some in many we all face the same challenges, and that kind of collaboration um, is really helpful. Um, and so it's it's an important partnership uh, for us here in Maryland and one that we cherish. Great. Greg, thank you again for your time today. Do you have any closing uh, thoughts before we wrap up? No, I, I, I think the only thing I would I would say is, one, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share both myself, my story, as well as Truist. Um, I'd also say, again, that we as an institution are very understanding and empathetic to what a tough um, last year and a half has been. Um, uh, And it's really important for good community neighbors and partners to step up in those times we hope that we have. Uh, that's, again, what our mission and our purpose and our values all lead us to. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a privilege to work in this community and to be a good neighbor. So that's, that's our story. And Eric, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Uh, well, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and on behalf of the NBA, thank you for, for joining me. Uh, and very, very well said. So thank you again for your time. You bet. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting our website, mdbankers.com slash podcast. You can also always leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to mbapodcast at mdbankers.com. The Maryland Bankers Association is the leading advocate, trusted partner, and exceptional resource for Maryland banks and the banking industry. We thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week with more MBA Today. But until then, remember that together we represent one voice, and as an industry, we make a positive difference in the communities that we serve. Have a great week.
The 125th podcast series is brought to you exclusively by Provision Identity Access Management. Eliminate the manual work of account provisioning by utilizing Provision's role-based automation. Banks can dramatically improve efficiency and be confident that they are audit-ready with detailed reporting capabilities. Schedule a demo or learn more about Provision Identity Access Management. Go to provisioniam.com.